Hello and welcome to Detox for Vibrant Health. I'm your host, Jessica Green. Thank you for joining. All right. Welcome, everyone, to Detox for Vibrant Health. Uh, This is podcast episode number 10, and today I have a special guest with me, Max Riggs. Uh, He's a dynamic change coach and energy healer. Thank you so much for joining us, Max. Oh, thanks for inviting me and having me on, Jessica. Oh, my pleasure. So um, let's just start off with, uh, tell us a little bit about your work and what drew you to it. Yeah. Okay. And so um, I talk about dynamic change because I think that we all have that capability to have rapid self-growth and move through so many of the challenges that maybe we decided we've even were stuck with for our entire lives. Now, and how did I get about, about this? Well, for most of my life, I thought I had things wrong with me, that there was something wrong with me because I've always been what people would probably call too sensitive or now it's called like highly sensitive person. Mm -hmm. Um, I seem like I was shy or things like affected me so much more than other people. Um, So I was always on this self empowerment journey, always like reading all these self help books and taking classes and actually trying to figure out what was wrong with me so I could then fix it. And you know, after so many years of doing that, I mean, I kind of resigned that this was this is how I was. I wasn't going to change. Um, and then six years ago, I discovered energetic healing and energetic clearings and a different way of looking at the world where finally it kind of made sense. Like the reason I wasn't able to find what was broken in me and fix it was because there wasn't anything broken. But like most sensitive and caring people, society tells us that that's wrong. You know, we're not supposed to be as sensitive or we're only supposed to be, you know, super kind and caring around people we love, which, you know, and if you think those ways about the world or people you don't even know, then something's wrong with you. But it's not. It's like this amazing capacity that, you know, we all have and kind and caring people. And that's the people I work with. Um, We tend to feel like um, even like the world sometimes against us because it's not designed for kind and caring people. It's actually designed for people who don't really care that much or don't have those emotions. And that's really hard. Um, But through what I found using um, energetic clearings and a different way of looking at the world, uh, I found that we can be totally okay in this world. And like the things I said, like I used to think I was too, you know, shy or sensitive. I now know that was just um, energetic awareness. So like when I was around um, people or crowds, I was, didn't really understand it, but I was picking up lots of their thoughts, feelings, and emotions and didn't know really what to do with it. So I look at that as um, actually all of us have psychic abilities but they're not like we've been told. Our psychic abilities basically are that we can feel other people's um, emotions and sense things, but we don't necessarily have cognitive awareness about what's going on. You know, so like for me being in a crowd, I was thinking, oh, I'm really uncomfortable and I don't know what's going on and I must be shy and I have to leave. Instead of, I was really like listening to thousands of radio stations all playing different talk radio things, which were the thoughts of people around me, but not really knowing what that was. 
And so all of those things kind of just led me up to uh, where I am now. And I just realized I really have this capacity to help people see how they're actually so much stronger than they think they are and to give them just a few tools and then they can make huge difference in their lives. That's wonderful. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's so important. And, and one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on this uh, podcast, because, you know, I call it detox for vibrant health for, for a reason. And I really see this as um, your work is helping people to detox some of these negative or limiting beliefs about themselves that really hold them back and keep them from gaining that vibrant health and well-being and success that they really want. Yeah. No, I hear you because it's one of those parts where um, when we were talking earlier, I was just mentioning that what I see is for any illness that we're not like moving through quickly, there are going to be limiting beliefs. Some of those are ones we have about ourselves, but a lot of ones are ones we picked up from other people or even the medical profession. And that's one of those things that's really hard. You know, like I talk about like um, people being energetically aware and being able to sense things from other people, even if they don't um, and they're not consciously said. Like one of the things we were talking about before is like when you, you know, have a, you know, an autoimmune diagnosis, which is one of the hardest things for medical professions to even diagnose. You know, I think most people have gone through so many diagnoses or so many appointments where they basically said nothing was wrong with you. Mm. Yikes, I can feel that from all, from all the people on this podcast because, you know, and then you start doubting yourself. So not only are you thinking, oh, maybe I, <laughs> I feel sick, but maybe I'm not really sick or re maybe it's all made up. Um, so we have that as this belief. And when you think that there's something wrong about you and you're trying to move through, you know, like a health condition, it's kind of like a pressure or resistance that makes it harder for you to heal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I, I'll bring this up again. Um, you know, when I was uh, first diagnosed with Hashimoto's, I went to see um, a very well-respected endocrinologist, and he's a guy, good guy. Um, but I, I had asked him, you know, well, what can I do differently with my health, with lifestyle, with what I eat to make this go away? Because I don't want to be on, you know, thyroid medicine forever and ever. Mm. And I also have been working diligently to try to get rid of a goiter as well. But he said, oh no, that goiter will get bigger and bigger. And if it gets too big, we'll cut out your thyroid and you'll be on, you know, thyroid meds for the rest of your life and diet doesn't do anything for you. Ugh, yeah. uh, it's terrible, right? It's terrible. And this is still sort of hanging on me, even though I know Logically, that's not true because there have been plenty of people that I know that I've met in person that have reversed their condition completely. Yes. And but this this negative feeling is sort of hanging on me, and it's still a story that I tell people, I tell myself, I tell others. Gosh, this is so wrong, but it's still bothering me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the thing is, is that's so common with so many of us. So the first part I wanted to say is don't make yourself wrong 
before buying what somebody else told you about your condition. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. And one of the things I probably should also say is like you mentioned before that I'm an energetic healer. Mm -hmm. And so one of the parts is even just like us being together and even people who are listening to the podcast in the future, we can start changing and removing some of these energies. So I'm just going to ask you a question, you know, would, do you choose to let go of what you can around the, around things like this? And if you want to just say yes, and don't worry if you don't want to, we're not going to do anything. And it's also only the things that you would choose to do. I don't like think, oh, I, you, knew, you need to remove this and I'm going to remove it for you. No, I never do that. It's more as like, we do this together. So you always have full choice. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and one of the parts that's really hard um, when you, you know, finally find somebody who <laughs> tells you, oh, yes, something is wrong with you, you know, and you're, so, you're kind of like, oh, I found somebody and you're so open to what can you do to change this? So you're kind of making yourself vulnerable around these, around doctors and things like that. And one of the parts is like doctors aren't bad or evil. It's just that for how the medical profession has been um, practiced and people have been trained, they basically train the caring out of doctors and then try to bring it back in at the very, very end. So, so many of the people that make it through medical training have trained kind of like had the training, you know, forced out of, or have the caring forced out of them. And then at the end, they have like this little class to try to bring it back and it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And the other part is that when we're around experts, we expect them to know more than we do. And they also, they're more energetically, um, they have more energy around what they're telling you. They have more conviction around what they're telling you than you have about your condition because you're trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, so all the places that you bought limiting beliefs about your medical condition yeah. from doctors or the internet or friends or relatives that are not a contribution to you. Do you choose just to release those ones you can because we're in the space where you can do that? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, I choose that. Vaporize, liquefy, vaporize, liquefy, Ooh, vaporize, liquefy. And the part is, is it's, it's one of those parts is like when we're energetically aware people, because some, some people have, didn't have, you know, that really negative experience with that, with the doctor saying that this isn't going to happen. But a lot of times doctors just are thinking when they're giving you the diagnosis or you're asking them questions, they're thinking about, what the possible best outcome for you could be or the worst outcome. So even if they're saying something positive, they could be thinking really negative limiting beliefs in their minds. And because you're such an energetically aware and sensitive person, you pick that up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all the places that people have told you or doctors have told you things, but they didn't energetically match with what they were believing. Yeah. Do you choose to let all that go? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I choose that. Vaporize, liquefy, vaporize, liquefy, vaporize. Whew. Yeah. Whew. Right. Cause my belief is that, um, our healing, um, part of it, how our healing is based upon how we believe we can heal and the speed we believe we can heal. So I don't think it's all of that, you know, so I'm not like other, um, people that say, Oh, 
if you have an illness, all you have to do is just think positive thoughts and it's going to get better. You don't have to use Western medicine. Um, I believe in using everything. So if I have a medical condition, and I have in the past, I'm going to use Western medicine. I'm going to get the best information I can from them. And I'm also going to do work on myself and use energetic work and changing limiting beliefs that makes it easier for my body to naturally heal. Mm. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, so what's something else that usually comes up for you or your clients? Uh, this one other um, thought had come up for me and I've seen this a little bit in some clients in the past, but I see this a little bit more so on, um, you know, support groups that I'm a part of. Uh -huh. And um, it's, it's this, I almost get this sense that um, people create their identity around their illness. Mm -hmm. And that they really get locked into it and that they don't want to necessarily let it let it go because then who are they if they're not the, um, you know, bald woman modeling wigs? Who are they if they're not the, you know, um, thyroid warrior? Who are they if they're not the, you know, X, Y, Z? You could just go down the list of autoimmune conditions and there's almost 200 different conditions you know, who are they if they're not that? And so I'd really love you to talk a little bit to that. Of course they want to get well, but there's this other thing, yeah. but who am I if I don't have this? Right. Yeah, and I think there's a couple of points on that one is one, you know, if you've never really feel like you fit in the world, which I think most of us have at one time or some of us for most of our lives, like for me, I felt I didn't fit in. Even when I was around friends and things like that, I felt like there's something different about me. And when we finally find something that we can relate to, you know, even if it is something negative, like an illness, you know, it's finally I'm part of a group. I mean, and ugh, yeah, I know that feels awful. And there's a funkiness that comes up with it because it's not like you really want to be part of a group that has this condition. It's just that you want to connect with people because we all want to connect more with people. It's one of the things that's so hard in this world. You know, it's so easy to see people on social media or have these quick texts, but the connection is kind of missing. And one of the things that's missing, even with our normal friendship relationships, is a really deep connection. And when we're around um, other people who are going through a really serious health challenge, you can connect on a deep emotional level with people. So I see it more as that. It's more of like we're trying to find this connection with people. And unfortunately, it's around this negative part. And then that's one of the parts where, you know, I kind of wanted to talk about, which is also really hard to talk about, is that um, any medical, for me, any health condition that's not changing, there is some part of it that's a benefit or value to the person that has it. Yeah, and I know, I can feel some resistance there, and I know and it sounds awful. You know, it sounds like it's like not caring or blaming the victim, but it's not that at all. Because it's not like, you know, you chose to have this medical condition. No, it's not that at all. It's more of you have this medical condition 
and there's a part of it, and even if it's just a small part that can be of a value, it just makes it harder for you to complete, move through that medical condition. So that's more of it. It's more like there's a reason why it's harder to move through. And the benefit or value um, can be something really small or it can be something large. And so um, one of the examples is like, let's say that you don't like your job and you have this health condition. Um, because you're sick or ill, there's certain days that you don't have to go to work. And so if the benefit is you get to get out of your job, even if it's just like for one or two days a month, there is that benefit. And so one of the parts I talk about in my clients is removing that benefit, mm-hmm. you know? And so you basically just like kind of say that, you know, oh, I'm not going to use being ill as a reason to not go into work, you know, and you can play around with that, but it's more like, you know, you wake up in the morning and go, fuck, I really don't want to go to work. You know, you could choose to allow yourself to not go to work because of that. It's basically to remove that, any kind of benefit that you could be getting from that. And it's also one of those ones too, is like so many energetically aware people, it's hard for them to be around um, groups of people or going out with sometimes maybe a friend that has some really a negative part or a lot of pain. And one of the best, there's like, only really two excuses that people really believe to not go somewhere. If your friend calls you up, there's two excuses. One, you're sick and probably contagious. So then that's it. Or then the other one is you have absolutely no money. So being ill is one of those ones where, yeah, we kind of like, you know, oh, no one wants to be around us. And they don't say, oh, well, come on out. Because if you said it differently, it's like, oh, I'm not feeling really comfortable. I'm feeling kind of shy today. What would your friend say? you know, oh, come on out, come on out, let's go. But if you said you were sick, they're going to not do that. So that's the other part is just to remove that, you know, benefit or value from it. I love that. That is such a great insight, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, um, you know, I, I think I want to ask tell us a little bit about um what are your and you could just say one top recommendation or a couple of recommendations that really come up um for you uh when you're talking to someone around negative thoughts and beliefs and holding them back from their road to health and wellness what would you say oh well you Absolutely. You've got to do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think like the very first thing is Mm -hmm. to remove making yourself wrong for anything, Mm -hmm. you know, because we all have negative beliefs, all of us, you know, and then the, often the thing is, so it's like removing any feeling of wrongness or that you're not good enough because you have these negative beliefs, you know, and it's also the more kind and caring person you are, you're going to have more negative beliefs about yourself. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and it's just part of because you're such a kind, caring, um, and like I say, energetically aware person. And so the first part is to just like not make yourself wrong or think you're not good enough because you have those uh, limiting beliefs. And then the other part, which this is the part that kind of got me, is that we think a limiting belief is basically just st- is stored as one thing, just a limiting belief, like, for example, I'm not good enough. 
but it's actually stored in three components, which actually makes it really hard for us to change it. So the first one is, the first part of the component is um, the limiting belief. Okay, so the limiting belief is I'm not good enough. And then the second part is what you decided that limiting belief means. You know, and for the not good enough is, oh, okay, I'm not worthy, I'm wrong, I'm broken. Um, and then the third part is the emotional component that you had when you originally created that belief or when you think back of it. And this is the part that no one tells us or talks about. And that emotional component locks the rest of that stuff in, in place. Because for me, I'm a super smart guy. I read all these books and it said, all you have to do is change your thoughts or whatever. And I kept trying, I kept trying, I kept thinking to try to replace the limiting belief with, oh, I am good enough, you know, or I am worthy. And it didn't quite work. And the part when I finally got the emotional component, um, it's basically, um, I'm gonna use a movie analogy. So it's kind of like you're watching a horror movie. You know, and the people, they're having a discussion around the table about like someone who, you know, just got killed or something like that. And the scary music starts and you're like, okay, now someone's going to get hurt here. But then if we like, if we change the, the, the narration, so it's still the, 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 the scene um, and they're now talking about a happy holiday and how much fun they're going to have. And the scary music starts. You don't even know they're talking about something happy, you're like, somebody is gonna get hurt. And that's what happens with that, our emotions, is without changing the emotion that goes with that belief, we can't change the belief. Ooh. And so that's one of the reasons it's so hard to move through limiting beliefs that no one tells you. It's always like, you know, oh, you just have to be stronger, more motivated, committed. And while that does work, it can take a long time and we can get discouraged as we're doing that. And so that's the part about energetic clearings. We're actually just kind of bringing up um, kind of a counter emotion that helps neutralize that previous disempowering emotion so we can put a new belief system on there. Wow, that is really insightful. And you're right, I haven't heard anyone speak about um, the emotional part of limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm before and i love your analogy i i kind of i used to watch a lot of scary movies i don't anymore but um yeah i could just i could just picture that mm -hmm. really really easily that's great yeah and i think that's one of the parts too where you know one of the things in my in my work is um not having any judgment for anything that you've been done or doing because even the stuff that seems like it is um, disempowering and limiting belief, you know, probably at one time, that was what was required for you to move through a challenging time in your life, you know? So I look at things that even like are limiting us now, at one time, that was like the way we could move through, through a challenge that we had. So that basically means there's nothing wrong with you. It's just that, okay, to look at, is this belief system serving you now? Is it helping you get to what you want? And then the other part that I have is that you're actually a lot stronger than you think you are. You're doing a better job than you think you are. And I'm not just saying that because I'm an empowerment coach. I'm saying it because I've seen that. What often happens is we've decided that something in our life should be a lot easier to move through than it really is. And if something's harder to move through than you thought, 
what actually means is you're stronger than you thought. Mm. So I look at it like most of life challenges is um, we're kind of like having to walk up a hill, but we think there's no hill. We think it's supposed to be flat. And the people around us tell us it's flat. You know, oh, my friend, oh, she had no problem moving through that, that illness. She's totally fine now. You know, basically saying there's no hill, but there is a hill. And that's why, you know, when we're going up it, we get tired, you know, and there are times that we do, you know, you know, want to give it all up. And even me, where I have all these amazing tools, you know, there are occasional days where I have a really hard day. And I, one of the things I've gifted myself over the last few years is to not make myself wrong if I have one of those days, because we all do. And then the thing is, is just like, oh, can they move it through, move, move through this in a couple hours or a day? Um, whereas before, you know, it might've taken days or weeks or months, you know? So it's, I also think like, you know, when, when you're going through a health challenge, you know, there are days, you know, cause your body is feeling, you know, worn out. And one of the things that, oh, that's another one we can kind of play with is that, you know, what if you don't have to feel disempowered when your body is weak? You know, I know it's easier when our bodies are strong for us also to feel strong in our being, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Oh, that is, that's a really good one, I think, because uh, a lot of people that listen to this, they might have plenty of not so great days, days where they can't even get out of bed. They yeah. have to take multiple naps during the day just to survive. Right. And, you know, a, a lot of people are really hard on themselves. Everyone is hard on themselves at some point yeah. in time, right? Yeah. And you speak a lot about, um, you know, kind of forgiving ourselves. Or, you know, you, it's okay. It's okay to feel this way. Don't be so hard on yourself mm -hmm. because you yeah. really shouldn't. Right, right. And the thing is, is like we're always harder on ourselves than other people, oh. you know? And it's one of those ones where I worked really hard on my thoughts, the thoughts I tell myself. And one of the good questions to ask is, you know, the thoughts that you're telling yourself. If your best friend told you those same thoughts, would you still be best friends with them? Oh, goodness, no. No, because they're awful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but what if you can change those even just a little bit? Mm. Such a big impact. Yeah. 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 I like that. Wow. Well, so this is amazing. And I know that you do some really wonderful work. You do work with one-on-one -on -one, uh, individuals and you also teach classes. And I know you've got a couple of things coming up and I'd really love you to share those with everyone. Cool. Um, so I have like two things that I wanted to let your uh, podcast listeners know about. So one is I did a course um, a little while ago called Speeding Your Body's Healing which I go through a lot of the limiting beliefs um, that we all have. And the, like we did a little bit of the ones that we picked up from doctors or other people like that. Um, so that's a program that I already have done and that's available on my website. I'll give you a link for that. And then I have a new one coming up um, 
actually in a couple weeks where I'm going to be talking about um, one of the big ones is about uh, so many people know about the law of attraction. And there are actually some built in uh, limits to law of attraction that actually keep it, keep it from working for most people. And no one's been talking about this. Um, so I'm going to be sharing how you can change the limiting beliefs of law of attraction to use them to start changing things in your life. Oh, that is great. And I think that this, this is such a great time for that topic because here we are about to launch into a brand new decade. Right. And, and people are really, uh, I, I've noticed this more and more. I know like Hay House has been producing more books along these lines of mm. laws of attraction, other publishers as well. I mean, there's a lot of information out there because there's a growing interest in manifesting and laws of attraction and a greater, I think, awareness around the energy that you put out there is the kind of energy that you'll be bringing back to yourself. So having a class like that, that sounds really great timing wise. I'm interested in it too. Um, you said it's in a couple of weeks. Is it just a, like a one? Right. Well, how I do things is because I'm a big believer in giving to the community. Um, and the first, the first part of the class is going to be free. You know, so everyone can can take that whether they have financial challenges or not. And it's also a chance for people to get to know me before coming into a full class. Because one of the parts is I work really fast um, and I change some things that can be, well, not everyone's ready for. I look at it being as only positive, but depending on where people are on their life journey, you know, it might or might not be a contribution to them. Mm. So you get to play with uh, what I do, some of my tools, see if you like my style, um, and then we can hopefully work more together in the future. Oh, I really like that. That's a fun way to get people to know you better. Right. Mm -hmm. Lovely. And you'll send me the link for that. I'll be posting it in the podcast notes as well so that people could sign up and i'll put that out there into the social media world too right away since your class is going to kick off in just a couple of weeks and uh wow what a great what a great chat today i'm really so happy to have invited you on thank you so much for joining us today and thank you for having me here it's been fun good Good. And um, I'll put some notes in the podcast. And of course, you know, for those listening, um, please feel free to comment, ask questions. Um, I'll be happy to answer those and anything that I can't answer, I could forward on to Max to answer. And uh, thank you, Max. Oh, thank you, Jessica. I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Detox for Vibrant Health. I just wanted to jump on with a special offer that's good until the end of this year. That is, this offer is valid only for people who sign up with me before the end of the day on December 31st. 
For this limited time, I'm offering 20% off my four-month Vibrant Health one-on-one coaching program. This is a huge savings, folks. And the reason why I'm doing this is to encourage you to start getting your health back now. Start healing your body right now. Your body doesn't want you to wait any longer. And oftentimes during the holiday season, we spend, um, you know, just a bit too much time uh, eating and overeating. And statistics show that we tend to gain between five and 10 pounds over the holidays. And that just puts you uh, so much further behind than where you want to get to today and that's just not with weight gain but it could be with increased inflammation and if you have an autoimmune condition or a chronic health condition this is not the way you want to start the new year and the new decade so please check out my link below you'll see a way to book a discovery call with me to find out how we can work together and See if you're ready to jumpstart your health before the new year for a 20% discount. Check it out.